this is Ross Gelseth, and thanks for joining with me as we discuss a very relevant topic. Here we are, February 2022, and before we know it, we're going to be celebrating, in some way, shape, or form, Valentine's Day, which is the relationship holiday. Winning Words is our attempt to speak life into people, to bring out the best in people, to encourage people, and to lift people up. And today, we're going to discuss this topic of relationship and its proximity to Valentine's Day. So I think it's an appropriate time to touch on the power of positive relationships. Think of your earliest memories of Valentine's Day. What do you recall? Ross Gelseth's mind goes back to about 1957. I was about six years old and quite likely in first grade at Macville, North Dakota Public Schools, small town, USA. I remember my mom helping me prepare envelopes with Valentine's for my friends in my grade. And I can remember like yesterday that the teacher set aside part of the day for us to exchange Valentine's. And we walked around the room and handed out Valentine's to our friends. I also remember the sweet Valentine's Day candies that had brief inscriptions on them like, Be Mine or Be My Valentine. So those are fond memories of Valentine's Day. Now, let's fast forward to 2022 as you and I approach Valentine's Day. Might this be a time for us to pause and think of the valued relationships that we you and I have developed over time. In writing my book, Winning Words, Speaking Life to Influence Others, in my initial plans, I did not envision a chapter on relationships. But as I worked on the other chapters, I did interviews, and the more I learned, I realized that much of what I was learning was about the relationships between people, that people have not gotten to where they were by themselves, but instead someone was a part of it. Someone walked alongside, someone lifted them up, someone corrected them. The best relationships are built with love which includes simply genuine care and concern for another. Sometimes we get a little uneasy about the word of love and how to interpret it, how to feel where it fits. Do I say love you to everybody? Do I say love you to only those closest to me? So love in itself can be somewhat of a challenging verb and who to apply it towards. But real frankly, genuine care and concern for another, that pretty much tells Ross, that's everybody. That is how I need to see the relationships that I have. Now, 
I would suggest to you that genuine care and concern needs to be shown over time, not once in a while and forgotten about. So let's pause for a moment and think about the relationships that you have, that Ross has. I don't think yours are going to be too much different than mine. That person that you have relationship with might be a spouse, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a fiance, might be your children, your grandchildren, other family members, could be a business associate or associates that you work with, your peers, could be customers or clients, could be team members that you connect with on a regular basis that you work with. So when you look at all those various relationships, one of the key words that I found today related to this topic of relationships is the word nurture or nurturing. Nurture means care for and encourage the growth or development of someone or something. Nurture means care for and encourage the growth or development of someone or something. So we're speaking some verbs here. Encourage is a verb. Growth is a product of verbs. There's got to be action in order to get growth. And so the other paraphrase on the word nurture that I found was the nurture of ethics and integrity. You know what ethics and integrity speak to Ross about? About doing it well. If it's ethical, it's going to be done within the line, so to speak. If it's integrity, it's going to be done with the best of intention. Nothing in the gray area, nothing on the dark side. So nurture means care for and encourage the growth. So I would suggest to you and I that as we approach Valentine's Day, that we look at nurturing from the standpoint of how does nurturing affect our relationships? Now let's talk about some of what I've learned in my lifetime. Business and leadership success over time is built upon relationships. I've heard so many people in my lifetime say that. It took, takes a long time to get a valued customer, but very brief, very quickly we can lose them because we err, we don't pay attention, we disregard, we take lightly. So business and leadership success is built upon relationships. In order to serve one, for example, we've got to know the person, how to best serve them. That's so true in a marriage. It's so true in any relationship. So getting to know one, getting to know someone well gives us opportunity to better serve them. In my book on the chapter on relationship, I cite uh, a reference to Mike Colbreeze, who for 26 years served as executive director of the WIAA, the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association. That is a significantly challenging position because the WIAA encompasses 
All schools, public and private, rural and urban, small and large, in the entire state. I asked Mike the key to part of his success as a leader and is in longevity in the position. His first response was, he approached the position from the standpoint of playing the long game, which is so important relationships. Play the long game. His point was, his role was to serve them all. And in playing the long game, he wanted people to realize he was in it for the long haul. He wanted to establish relationship. He wanted to establish trust. He wanted to establish the culture of the WIAA as a service organization. So play the long game, serve them all. That was his first point. The second was valued relationship with staff members. Mike gave them one-on-one -on -one time in his office on a regular basis. And you know the best thing he did during one-on-one -on -one time? He listened attentively. In relationships, it's so important that we listen attentively. Not with our eyes wandering around the room or looking at our watch, looking at our phone, looking at the floor, but instead listen attentively. The person across from you is the valued relationship. Mike said, I wanted to value their input and I wanted to let them know as staff members that I had their back. When it came time for them to vouch and represent the WIAA, Mike Colrees wanted his staff members to know that he valued his people and he had their back. He would stand up for them. The third coaching point I found was interesting from Mike Colbreeze. As I mentioned, WIA serves a vast array of schools, the entire state. His approach was he wanted to value them all. He wanted to get out and visit them all because they were all his customers and clients, not some of them, all of them. The school of 100 students, the school of 500 students, the school of 1,000 students, the school of 2,000 students, they were all WIA member schools. And who was the executive director of those schools, of the association? Mike Colbreeze. So three things, play the long game, value your staff members, and value all of your customers or clients. The next thing I'd like to talk to you about is lasting relationships last because there's consistent attention given. Nothing gets better by neglect. Nothing gets better by neglect. You and I can't live on last year's relationships unless we successfully take care of them this year. What you did on Valentine's Day last year or in relationships with 2021, real frankly, will not carry you into 2022. I'm quite certain my wife 
and my grandchildren are going to be expecting something on Valentine's Day 2022, not just 2021. So in that regard, you've got to maintain the relationship. You've got to keep adding to it. Nothing gets better by neglect. Now, let me give you some help based on what I've learned about how you can add to your balance. I use this, I've used this analogy over the years. Relationships are a bit like bank accounts. You're either withdrawing or you're making deposits. I'll give you the latitude that you're going to withdraw. So let me today give you some deposit recommendations. And by the way, you can't just keep withdrawing. You've got to make deposits. So here we go. One of the best ways to build relationships, sustain relationships, and grow and nurture relationships is to compliment your spouse, your friend, your business associate on a consistent basis. Compliment your spouse, friend, business associate on a consistent basis. I mentioned this one already, but a second one. To deposit is to listen well. Give undivided attention. A third way is to pick up the phone. Make the call. Go first. Someone has to initiate action. Stimulus gets a response. You pick up the phone instead of texting. Take the time to make the phone call. Go first. Praise efforts, especially in public. This is so important. If you're working with a group of people, you're married, you've got a spouse, your child, whatever the case might be, it's so important that you praise them for their efforts. Human nature includes the profound ability to critique someone else. But instead, I suggest to you that praise for efforts. Don't withhold the blessing from people. Give the blessing. Another way, and this has worked so well for me over time, Send a handwritten note of affirmation, a handwritten note of care and concern, a handwritten note of congratulations, a handwritten note just for the purpose of a handwritten note. I'll flat guarantee you it will get you a positive response. People love to open the mail that's personalized on the outside, not the one that's got some stamp on it or some technology-generated barcode. Another way to increase valued relationships, give the gift of time. A date night for your spouse or your fiance or your girlfriend or boyfriend. Scheduling fun on an intentional basis. I know in my marriage, I can't go too many days in a row 
without making sure I've done something with the fun factor. And I'm not as good as my wife is. My wife is a constant fun factor. In fact, she kind of wears me out at times. But the point is, fun is another way. Date nights, events, going and doing things with other people. Schedule fun on an intentional basis. Affirming your children or grandchildren. I just sent, and I'm nobody, but I just sent, sat down two days ago, and I did a handwritten note to five of my seven grandchildren. I addressed it to them at their home address. They'll all get it in the next day or so. I did so so that they knew I loved, I cared, and every one of them I predicted that someday they would be a great man, that they would grow up to be a woman of significance. I sent five. I'll send two more to my one-year-old granddaughters. But at this point in time, when someone reads a handwritten note to them, they don't quite understand it yet. So in another year, they'll also get included in that. But I simply took the time to affirm my grandchildren as a grandparent. Your role can be a light for a child. And another valuable way to increase and nurture relationships is to ask someone their opinion. Ask them for input on something you're doing. Taking the time to look around. It says in the Bible, the book of Psalms, to look around towards the hills from whence your help comes, which means... Look at what God has provided for you and I to learn from, to gain information from, to gain wisdom from. So taking the time to ask someone's opinion, you know what happens? That person feels valued. They're happy that you've given them an opportunity to pour into their life by simply asking them their opinion. You have increased their value by asking them for something because you want their insights, you value it. So conclusion relative to these coaching points, relationships improve with effort. Take the time to make the effort. Now, let me ask you and make some pointed references here in our closing moments. Are you a giver or a taker pertaining to relationships? Only you can answer that question. Are you on your island or are you on someone else's island most of the time? Are you living alone inside of your body or are you surrounded by people that make your life worthwhile? Are you a giver or a taker pertaining to relationships? The more you're giving, the more you're going to get back. Are you intentional about checking the balance in your relationship accounts? I use the analogy in my executive coaching work of an umbrella, and I ask my clients, my customers, Give me a list of the people underneath your umbrella. In other words, 
who are you most connected to, responsible for living life with? And I would ask you today, as we prepare for Valentine's Day 2022, are you intentional about checking the balance with those relationships under your umbrella? If you are, then I would say in 2022, you can watch your relationships improve. I close with this. 1 Corinthians 13 is the love chapter. The 13th verse of the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians sums it up well. It says, and those three remain. Hope, faith, and love. And now these three remain. Hope, faith, and love. The 13th verse of the 13th chapter. And the greatest of these is love. As my friend and mentor, Pastor Fulton Buntain, used to say, the better you love, the better you live. Thanks for being with us on this yet another session of Winning Words, where we speak life to influence others. And you know what? I hope today that you'll pick up one of these nuggets, so to speak, of building and nurturing relationships. And you know what? If you implement one of the nuggets, you may not implement all these coaching points, all these suggestions, all these strategies, but if you pick up one or two and you do these consistently and effectively well, I would predict that you are going to have a happy Valentine's Day, but you're also going to have a better 2022. The better you love, the better you live. Thanks for being with us on this session of Winning Words, where we speak life. God's very best to you. This is Ross Joseph. Live the life that God wants you to have. Thanks again. Thanks again.